Happy Sabbath, and thank you for tuning in to Rise, Take, Walk podcast. You're listening to your host, Danielle Smith, or you can just call me Miss Lady D. The theme of this podcast is based on John 5, 8. For many years, I felt like the powerless man laying by the pool of Bethesda, waiting for healing until I finally did what the Word of God says to do, which is to rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And now I'm on this beautiful journey of becoming 100% whole. Today's episode is entitled, Rise, Take Up Thy Bed, and Walk Dry Bones Walk. Sponsored by The Code Clothing Company. For unique apparel, please visit thecodeusa.com. Blessed be the glory of the Lord from this place. Father in heaven, we are standing in a valley of dry bones. Our hope has been lost and our bones have become very dry. But like you told the prophet Ezekiel in 37.11, to prophesy to those dry bones, we ask that your Holy Spirit prophesy to your sons and daughters, dry spirit. Open our hearts, breathe your breath of life into us, and turn these graves into gardens and these bones into your armies. Strengthen us so we may rise up and come alive in you. In the name of Elohim and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Amen. Mm, nothing better than you, God. No. 
afraid to show you my weakness, my failures and flaws. Well, you've seen them all, and you still call me friend. Cause the God of mountains is the God of the valley. Yes, he is. And there's not a place your mercy and grace won't find me again. Oh, oh, oh. oh there's nothing better than you. Oh, there's nothing. Nothing better, oh, there's nothing, nothing that's better than you, Jesus. Oh, there's nothing, nothing better, no, there's no one, nothing better than you, my Lord, nothing, nothing compares to you. You turn morning to dancing. You get beauty for ashes. You turn shame into glory. You're the only one who can. You turn morning to dancing. You give beauty. You turn shame into glory. You're the only one who can. Yes. You turn grace into gardens. Yes, you do. You turn bones into armies. You turn seas into highways. You're the You turn shame into glory. You turn graves into gardens. You turn bones into armies. You're the only one who can. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. During my meditation and communion with the creator, 
Jehovah said, I see you. I see you in this valley. This valley of dry bones, Daniel. But you are not here alone. I am in this valley with you. And I am redeeming, resurrecting, and restoring. Rise, take up thy bed, and walk dry bones. Walk. Holy Spirit, teach me all things in truth and remind me of all you have spoken of. In the book of Ezekiel 37, the hand of the Lord was on the prophet Ezekiel and the spirit of the Lord took Ezekiel and set him in the middle of a valley that was full of bones, very dry bones. And these bones had no more life in them. Now, when we look at our bones or the skeletal system, this makes up the frame of our body. We see that our bones are living, growing tissue made mostly of collagen. Collagen is a protein that provides a soft framework and calcium phosphate is a mineral that adds strength and hardens the framework. And this combination of collagen and calcium makes bones strong and flexible enough to withstand stress. But these bones in the valley had been become disconnected from their collagen and calcium. These bones had been and become disconnected from the creator, disconnected from worship of the creator, and disconnected from the word of the creator. These bones in the valley were not living or growing anymore. And there were no sign of life or cells left in them. And Jehovah asked Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones live? Can these dry bones live? When circumstances of life have weighed you down, can your dry bones live? The question is, will you allow the creator to put you back together again? 
The book of Ezekiel is a strong book. I'm not a scholar in theology. I'm on this journey of building a closer relationship with Jehovah and learning more about his word. And of course, the history of these past and modern day people and cities. But in my humble opinion, I feel the book of Ezekiel outlines Israel's exile, redemption, resurrection, and restoration. And of course, there is the political aspect of it all. But it's interesting because I say, Lord, this is the theme of my life. Perhaps it's the theme of all of our lives. We are first exiled, either forced or willing participants. But God is always ready and willing to redeem us from the errors of our past ways or upbringing, to resurrect us from the dead and stale and sterile and corrupt places we have been, and then restore us back to what was taken from us in the first place so that we may live with him eternally and then live here on earth abundantly and in health and in all things prosper. The book of Ezekiel, it opens up with the prophet or priest Ezekiel. And he was among the Jews taken into captivity into Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar. And in his fifth year of captivity, the Lord opened the heavens and began to give Ezekiel visions. And in this first vision, Ezekiel sees an immense storm cloud approaching and Inside this cloud is a fire. And in the midst of the fire, he sees four living creatures that have wings outstretched, touching each other. And these creatures each had four faces. One, the likeness of a man, a lion, an ox, an eagle. And Ezekiel, he saw four wheels by each creature and the wings of the creatures were supporting this beautiful throne. And sitting on this throne was the appearance of a man and fire around and within it and brightness all over. And then Ezekiel realizes 
that he is seeing the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. It is Jehovah riding his royal throne chariot. Now Ezekiel wonders, what is God's glory doing here in Babylon, in captivity? Because God's throne was in the temple in Jerusalem. The children of Israel had been exiled, taken from their native country and forced to now live in Babylon. But their covenant with Jehovah had broken and they worshiped other gods. And in another vision, Ezekiel sees the elders of Israel worshiping other gods both inside the temple and outside the temple. And the women of Israel are worshiping a Babylonian god named Temus. And the vision ends with God's glorious throne chariot moving away from the temple in Jerusalem and going towards Babylon. Israel's idolatry and covenant violation had become so blatant. But God does not abandon his children. But instead, he goes into exile with them. I don't know about you. I don't know if you truly understand how committed the creator is to you. Even when you feel broken, hopeless, discarded, pushed aside, ignored, or you're in rebellion, and it causes your bones and your spirit to become dry. You are in exile. Jehovah is in exile with you. Now I thought about my own rebellion and how tired I was and I told the Lord, I'm done. I'm tired. I can't handle any more disappointments. I know you have my best interests at heart, Lord, but everyone around me does not. And I just can't do this anymore. I was feeling the effects of all of my hopelessness, distrust, anger, disobedience, and rebellion all wrapped in one. And then finally I awoke from my long season of sleep. And I found myself 
in this valley, surrounded by dry bones. And to my surprise, my bones, my spirit have become dry too. When I wondered if Jehovah was even present in the midst of this valley and all that I was enduring and this fear that I was feeling and this frustration and this loneliness. And the Lord reminded me and he said over and over, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Even in the midst of this valley, I will never leave you. No matter what you're feeling, no matter what your situation may be or you find yourself in, Jehovah is always declaring, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Cast all your cares on me. I will be with you when no one else will be with you. I am will always be with you even unto the end of this earth. I will not fail you when it feels like everything around you is failing health and job and relationships and friendships and finances. I am will never fail you because God is faithful. I will stand with you, says Jehovah. When all the ones where you have stood up for or stood by, and they're nowhere to be found during your times of your distress. I am, will stand with you and will not abandon you. I will cover you. I will protect you from the hurt, shame, and cover you with my oil of gladness and joy, says the Lord. I will never leave you nor forsake you, even in your own exile. Whatever that may be or look like for you, I am is with you always. So Jehovah goes into exile with the children of Israel. And so now because of rebellion, the children of Israel have hardened their hearts towards God. But in spite of their hardened hearts, Jehovah is still loving and loyal towards them. And he is still ready and willing 
and wants to redeem them. Despite our own negligence towards our maker, he still desires to redeem us, to redeem you, to redeem me. And so Jehovah tells the prophet Ezekiel, I need you to warn the children of Israel of this great breach in our relationship. Ezekiel plays the role of the scapegoat to get their attention to bear Israel's sins. One demonstration he lays on his side for over a year eating food like wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millets. And... Sounds good, right? I love beans. But Ezekiel has to bake or cook them good old beans and lentils over charcoal poop that came from a cow. Yes, I said poop. The word of God says dung, but it is cow maneuver. Is that, is that the word cow maneuver? <laughs> as a sign of the nasty food people would have to eat during the siege of Jerusalem. And I remember when I was upset with Jehovah and disappointed with all that had happened in my life. And one of my forms of rebellion was, God says, don't get drunk on wine. So I thought, I'm going to get me some wine because I want to rebel against the Lord. Mm, you know. When I say I wasted my money, baby, I wasted my money trying to rebel. I can't stand the smell or taste of alcohol. No shade to anyone who drinks. I know a lot of people, love a lot of people who do, but they all know I don't like the taste of it. As soon as I smell the wine or it touches my lips, I just wanna vomit. One of my friends says, Daniel, I think it's in your head. I told him, no, it's not. I just don't care. I don't care where the alcohol comes from or how much sugar you put in it to sweeten it. It all smells and tastes the same to me. Nasty. And so when I think about this demonstration Jehovah had Ezekiel to do with the cooking of his food over cow's manure, to show the children of Israel how nasty their food would be during the siege of Jerusalem. 
honestly, all I could think about was how nasty their rebellion had become in the eyes of the Lord. And then I thought about how nasty my disobedience must have looked before the Lord. But despite all of the signs and visuals Ezekiel did, the children of Israel continued to harden their hearts towards God and did not listen in their bones, their spirit was very dry. And by the time Jehovah shows Ezekiel in a vision, the valley of the dry bones, Israel's spiritual state was dead. And Jehovah asked Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones live? Ezekiel is seeing dead bones on top of dead bones for miles in this valley. And to the naked eye, the answer would be no. These bones cannot live anymore. But Ezekiel understands the power the Lord holds, for he is a sovereign God. And he alone knows that what he is able and capable of doing. And the Lord tells Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And the sovereign Lord says to these dry bones, I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. And so the Lord resurrects these dry bones in the valley and they become a vast army. Every day someone is either surrounded by dry bones or they are becoming dry bones. But just like Jehovah had Ezekiel to prophesy to the children of Israel that Jehovah was going to open up their graves and touch their dry bones and breathe his spirit in their dry spirit to bring them back to life, Jehovah is reminding us today, right now, that he is resurrecting our dry spirits. He is putting his spirit in us right now. He is breathing his breath of life in us right now. You say you've been dry bones for a while now and there is nothing that can resurrect your dry spirit. You've been in this season of drought for years. 
your health is dry, your eating habits are dry. I know, because every now and then I've got to get me some Trader Joe's salt and vinegar chips, trust and believe. But your household is dry. Your marriage is dry. Your children are dry. Your church is dry. Your mental stability is dry. Your kindness, your love, your love life is dry. Your patience is dry. But I'm telling you that no matter how dry you become, how dry your bones are, how dry your spirit is, the love of Jehovah and the sacrifice that Christ made can turn this drought around and breathe new life into you again. I know, I know you have some strength left in you. It may not feel like it, but you do. There are no accidents with God because even the name of Ezekiel means God's strength or God will strengthen. And just like the children of Israel in exile, Jehovah is with you in your exile. And just like the children of Israel being warned of their error and provided redemption, Jehovah provided redemption through Jesus Christ for us. And just like the children of Israel's dry bones were resurrected, Jehovah resurrects our dry spirits today and every day. And when Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave, we receive eternal life to all who believe. And just like the children of Israel were restored, Jehovah restores all that has been broken, lost, stolen. For he is not the potter, isn't he? And are we not his clay? And does he not have all power to breathe new life into us and make us over again? What bones are dry in your life? Do not be afraid to show Jehovah the dry bones in your life. He already knows everything about you and he promises you that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will stand with you. The God of the mountain is the God of the valley and there's not a place where his mercy and grace will find you and breathe new life into you. Rise up from the valley of dry bones. Take time to meditate and pray and let go of all the dead issues of life and walk and come alive in Jesus Christ. Jehovah Shammah, 
You are the God who is always there. You love me as you find me, raising up the broken, dry bones, spirit, and restoring every lost situation back to life. I thank you that you have given us strength and you have given me strength to rise, take up thy bed, and walk, dry bones, walk.
Every 
Today's episode entitled Rise, Take Up Thy Bed, and Walk Dry Bones Walk. Today's music ministry was brought to you by Anna Benton. She performed a cover of the Elevation Worship Graves into Gardens, written by Branton Lake, Chris Brown, Stephen Furtick, and Tiffany Hammond. To support Anna Benton's music ministry, please go to AnnaBentonMusic.com. That's A N N A B as in boy, E N as in Nancy, T O N as in Nancy, music.com. Benjamin Hastings performed his song Come Alive, written by Michael Fatkin, Scott Legerwood, and Benjamin Hastings. To support Benjamin Hastings, go to his Instagram. Benjamin William Hastings. Today's scriptures included, of course, the book of Ezekiel, chapters 1 through 11, chapters 37, 1 through 14, Ezekiel 3, 12, John 14, 26, Isaiah 61, 3, Matthew 28, 20, 1 Corinthians 1, 9, Ephesians 5, 18, Isaiah 61, 3, Deuteronomy 31.6, Isaiah 41.10, Joshua 1.5, Psalm 55.22, Joshua 1.9, Ezekiel 48.35. If you would like to sponsor an episode or become an active sponsor, please email us at dsmith at scgmultimedia.com. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. And we thank you so much for your support. And if you are willing and able, please donate to my place of worship, Delaware Avenue Church in Santa Monica, California. Have a blessed day.